Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, a co-production of EWTN Radio and SpiritualDirection.com, where we provide you with a spiritual haven of rest and explore the riches of the wisdom of the saints and the path to union with God. This is Dan and Stephanie Burke. Welcome to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. Your hermitage of the heart. Your monastery of the mind, where we lift our hearts and minds to heaven to draw upon the wisdom of the saints to help us to navigate this tumult of this incredibly difficult uh, life. And we have a man that's coming to uh, join us in the show today who has a great deal of wisdom to offer us in how to navigate uh personal growth, spiritual growth, self-awareness, fight against sin. Yeah. Yeah. Union with God, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I really love this because this just really ties into um, our own spirituality, our charism, Apostoli uh-huh. VA, you know, how, how we uh, live out this call to holiness that we're, we're trying to pursue and trying to cooperate with because Teresa of Avila herself, and we just got back from Spain on an amazing pilgrimage and walking in her steps, in her footsteps. But she herself says that we must grow in self-awareness till our last breath. Yeah. That that is, is part central to our walk in holiness. Fascinating enough is St. Catherine of Siena, the opening paragraph in the dialogue speaks of this importance of self-awareness. And so, right. Yeah. Right. So I want to introduce our guest, Dr. Ian Murphy. Ian Murphy experienced a stirring journey into Christianity out of agnosticism. His subsequent ministry to reach other skeptics with the gospel unexpectedly rocketed to public attention when his valedictorian speech about Jesus made headlines nationwide, inspiring a congressional law from the desk of Senator Arlen Specter. This momentum landed Ian into the position of head pastor at a Baptist church in Texas, where his ministry remained centered until his decision to become Catholic. That's a leap. (laughs) Shifting career direction, he became a a professor of theology, most recently at Divine Mercy University. His autobiography entitled Dying to Live from Agnostic to Baptist to Catholic included a foreword by Scott Hahn and was published by Ignatius Press. His second book is the 2023 offering from Sophia Press entitled The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians, which we'll be speaking about today. He currently works as a full-time Catholic writer and speaker and resides near Charleston with his wife, Rachel. Welcome, Dr. Murphy. It's wonderful to have you. I'm delighted to be here. I can't thank you enough for this opportunity to get to meet you and to talk about the book. I am so grateful. Thanks for everything you do. And thanks for having me on the program. Well, I'm glad to have you. I, I, I found your book is a, is, a, is a good read, which isn't always the case. Sometimes good books are hard to read and they should be read even if they're hard to read. <clears throat> but I think what I really like about your style is that you are very vulnerable and you interweave your own struggles with gluttony and your own wrestling. The book isn't about gluttony or about weight loss, but it is about healing and coming to, to, to deeper wholeness and healing in Christ. Why did you decide to be to take that path of revealing your own sin to the world, if you will? 
I really appreciate that question. Um, I had been reading a lot of beautiful and important books that I'm glad I read, but there was something about those books that I started to notice across the board that had been bothering me. Namely, they all seemed to condescend me as though an expert who had it all sorted out was talking down to me and I felt like a cell phone and he was downloading the right app mm. and he had it and I didn't and I needed it. And it just felt like the writers were all sorted out. And I started to think, well, I don't have good news as a Catholic because I'm all sorted out. I have good news as a Catholic because I'm aware I'm sick and need a hospital for the sick and am in desperate need of the great physician. Mm. And, and I, I thought about my favorite writers like St. Paul, uh, who talks from his own brokenness, and David, who talks from his own repentance, and St. Augustine, who, whose entire prayer, the confessions, his autobiography, is coming from his own vulnerable brokenness. And in encountering the one who's healing him, you know, through his prayer, you can have that same experience. And I thought, you know, that's that's the style I want to imitate. That's the style I would like to write in is humbly, you know, from my own brokenness, not as though I have something all sorted out because I certainly don't. I, I love that. And I think that really resonates with people today because the last thing that I think, you know, I think people can easily listen to folks and go, okay, well, what do you have to say? You know, because you you haven't been where I've been. You you don't understand how broken I am. I, I remember the first time I heard a Catholic speaker admit that they had troubles in their marriage and I exhaled and I said, thank God they're normal. You know, I, and it was like, oh, Okay, now I can listen in peace because there was this chasm of distance, you know, this this between me and them thinking, okay, they're perfect. They got it all figured out and I'm, you know, I'm broken. How how do I possibly absorb, you know, what they have to say or how can it resonate with my life? So thank you for your vulnerability because I think it will really resonate with people where you've been and how far you've come and 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 who who was the catalyst for that, right? Which is our Lord. So tell us a little bit about how you came to be where you are now speaking about self-awareness. Tell us a little bit about your journey. How'd you get here? Sure. The, uh, the original title of this book was going to be How Thomas Aquinas Helped Me Lose 100 Pounds. <laughs> but uh, as you said so well, it, it's it's not a weight loss book. And it was Sophia Press that quickly realized that this is a book about healing, period. Mm -hmm. It's a book about salvation, about the process of being perfected in love, of being perfected in charity, growing in the virtues, and not just being healed from sin, but healed for abundant mm -hmm. life. And so that's why we changed the title. But the book started when... Uh, you know, one day I, I, I sat down, you know, feeling healthy and handsome and my giant over 300 pound belly popped over my belt and literally shot open my sports coat that had been fastened with a single gold button. When, when my belly pushed the sports coat open, it shot that button off 
The button goes whistling across the room, soaring through the air, popping against the wall like a projectile missile. <laughs> I pull out a scale and step on it for the first time in years. I hadn't stepped onto a scale. It was one of those old dial scales. And this little dial is like every 360 degrees represents 100 pounds. Well, this thing goes around once, twice, a third time, and it's still going. I, this little dial was doing laps which apparently was something I ought to have been doing. I get on the phone. I call my sister. I said, Sarah, am I fat? And she <laughs> says, you, you didn't know. But I said, I honestly didn't. I look at myself in the mirror every day, and I, honest to goodness, had no idea. Mm -hmm. I thought I was perfectly, I was totally blind that I was destroying myself yeah. and a slave to a literally deadly sin. I, know I was eating my way into high blood pressure, a possible early heart attack. I, it was uh, quite the wake up call. And I think it's important, you know, we talk a lot of, on this show about grace, mercy, compassion. We are also talk a lot about the need for us to be authentic disciples and to knuckle down and you have not resisted to the point of shedding blood, you know, as St. Paul said in, in Hebrews. So uh, to buffet our body and make it our slave. So we, we really try to bring the balance of the two. One of the things about your story that fascinating fascinated me was being that overweight affects everything you do. It affects, you know, uh, a lot of things I don't want to go into to describe, but it, it, it it's uh, debilitating in so many ways and it's and it you would think it's so loud I guess yeah. it's so loud what I find fascinating is and and this is important for those who are trying to help others to grow in virtue is we look at others and we think well look at what a loser so-and-so is I mean contrary to the gospel reading today right for mass look, look at what a loser so-and-so is um, why don't they get their act together when so many times when you're stuck in habitual sin like you were? Uh, well, I'll just ask you, what does that do to your perception? I mean, like, how did you how, how do you orient that to Catholic theology? You have a Ph.D. in theology. Well, how does that all work that a person you could be so overweight? And if it was affecting your 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 uh, dating life, if I remember right. Um, you know, how, how does that work? Why does that happen that we could be so blind to think something so incredibly obvious? That's such a great question. And as you pointed out so well, I could see that same sin in somebody else crystal clear. Like if I was in a room and some other guy who was only five foot 10, weighed over 300 pounds, I would see him as the obese guy in the room. Right. You know, I could, I could see it in someone else. But how was I so blind to it in myself? Aristotle has this great line from Nicomachean Ethics. He says, vice expels rational calculation. Vice expels rational calculation. Our ability to think reasonably, rationally, uh, our self-aware ability to see ourselves with clarity, sin expels that. Uh, or uh, to put it in theological terms, as you asked, uh, Thomas Aquinas talks about sin and ignorance, sin and ignorance being 
the twofold darkness into which we were born. Hmm. You know, it's not just that we're born into this covenant's rupture called sin. It's that we're born into the darkness that results, the expelled rational calculation. We're born into a twofold darkness, estrangement from our creator and uh, a misunderstood image of our father as the loving provider he truly is, which because we're made in God's image means uh, a warped self-image. You know, so we're born into this warped God image, this warped self-image. We're born into covenant rupture and the ignorance, the blindness mm. that it produces. We don't see. That's what sin does. It blinds us to ourselves. Beautifully stated, powerfully stated. We get back from the break. We'll continue with Dr. Ian Murphy. When we come back, we're going to talk about the relationship of daily prayer with becoming awake to our brokenness and what God is doing in our lives and how it helps us to see the truth and to see ourselves in light of His love and grace regarding where He wants to take us in this life as we journey to heaven. So we'll be right back. Hi friends, we want to personally invite you to check out all of our upcoming retreats here at Avila. Head over to spiritualdirection.com forward slash events or click on the events tab on the top of spiritualdirection.com and sign up now for one of our powerful mini retreats, setting the captives free or into the deep or divine intimacy in marriage. Now with both live and online options, our mini retreats can be live streamed right into your living room or parish meeting room. Discover why these events sell out time and time again. That's spiritualdirection.com forward slash events register today there is a growing need for well-formed solid spiritual directors in the church today the avila institute in collaboration with heart of christ spiritual direction program offers a certificate in spiritual direction for those who feel called to accompany others in their journey towards god the program is grounded in ignatian and carmelite spirituality based on a catholic worldview and draws on the wisdom of the saints with an emphasis on biblical principles in the new evangelization this program offers both online and on-site classes Discover more and apply today at avala-institute.org. This is Dan Stephanie Burke. Welcome back to Divine Intimacy Radio, your radio haven of rest. We're here with Dr. Ian Murphy. We're talking about a fantastic book, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. So, Dr. Murphy, before the break, you explained well theologically why we can be blind to patterns of sin. Um, I, there's a, uh, there's an, another angle to this, and, and that is the power of prayer and how it turns the light on in the room. I, I, I recently was blessed with Sophia Institute Press to bring back uh, an extraordinary work by another doctor of the church uh, called Prayer, A Great Means of Sal Salvation by St. Alphonsus of Guri. And in it, he talks about how those who don't practice mental prayer don't care about venial sin, don't see it, don't understand their brokenness. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically says, without mental prayer, and he presumes, of course, a sound sacramental life, okay, okay? But without mental prayer, which means without walking closely with, in intimacy with Jesus, that, that even with the sacraments, that blind you're blinded but with prayer it's like turning a light on your soul 
Um, did prayer play a part in your coming to that? I know the moment of the button popping was like a natural phenomena, but you, you could have popped a button and went, oh, the stupid sport coat. What a crummy piece of, you know, material. <laughs> but instead you went, oh, I'm, I've got a problem. Were you praying at that time? How important is prayer to coming to self-revelation about our, our, all of these kinds of issues? It's everything. To, to put it <laughs> succinctly, it's everything. Uh, you don't try healing without it. You know, I, in fact, in my book, I say, if, uh, if you want to try doing this on your own steam, go ahead and mark this page. And after you fall on your face, just come back and pick up reading uh, <laughs> and, uh, and start with prayer because that's, it is everything. You know, I'm reminded in uh, the interior castle, uh, I think it's in the very first castle, St. Teresa of Avila says, people who aren't willing to turn inward uh -huh. and aren't willing to look inside, be self-aware, and face themselves in the light of their creator, I I just don't have a lot to say to you. Mm -hmm. this, this, yeah. this book just simply isn't for you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what I could say to you. Yeah. And that that button popping moment, it was an invitation to prayer. Mm -hmm. And I had to accept that invitation. And and when I did that light came on. And I've got to say, when when you have that light come on and you actually get a good look at your desperate need for the Redeemer and just how deep the wound of sin goes in you, it, it's a horrifying sight. And the temptation is just well, like roaches, when you turn on a light in a room, they right back into the dark. They don't want the light on it. The sin just wants to get back to the darkness. You just shudder. You want to look away. You know, it. You know, nobody wants to say, hey, let's get a flashlight on that ugliness in myself. I'll take my ocular fill of that inner nastiness. No, no, we, we want to look away. And I found that the only thing that made it safe for me to face that dire need for the Redeemer was to know that his love is always bigger than the sin. Mm. His mercy is bigger than the sin. My sin is not the starting point. God's love is the starting point. And it is only when I am assured of that love that it makes it safe to get that illumination and know I am under the blood of the lamb hmm. and God loves me and his grace is bigger than this problem. And it's that connection. It's, it's God who heals us and it's we who cooperate with that process by letting him do it. Yeah. I, you know, that's so beautifully said and, and described. And I think, the, the problem with sin is that it darkens the intellect. It darkens our self-awareness. It darkens everything within us that would help us lean towards the Lord, lean towards the Father to receive that healing because the enemy loves us to, uh, to believe God doesn't love you. He's abandoned you. You're hopeless. You're hopeless. He has nothing for you. You just might as well accept that those cockroaches are you and crawl off into some hole and die, 
rather than understand that you are not your sin and that the Lord desire, he, he doesn't love you in spite of your brokenness. He loves you because of it. And, and, and I love this understanding that the Lord came when he returned, he still had his wounds. He still had his wounds and he wants to meet us in our brokenness and glorify that glorify our wounds so that he can work in and through it to heal us and to heal others. And, and it is just, it's just such a profound, uh, you know, reality here as we read your book and read this, the story that you've gone through is that the Lord has done exactly that with you in this particular area. He met you in your brokenness and now he's using it through your healing to heal others. And that's just a beautiful thing. So I want to talk I, to you. I, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to give an emphatic amen to that beautiful insight. I, I just hearing the way you worded that fills me with so much hope uh, that, you know, I think about that the resurrected Jesus still had those wounds now glorified as badges of honor, as, mm -hmm. as testaments of his faithfulness to the Father and, and to us. I, I will spend all of eternity contemplating those wounds on my behalf. And when I think about, you know, what my own wounds and what my own brokenness could become in the hands of this same Redeemer, that's what an exciting thought. It's glorious. It's glorious. Thank, you, thank you for that. And yeah, it is absolutely glorious. Before we get to the next question, I want to just call our listeners to the book we're talking about. Dr. Ian Murphy, uh, the book we're talking about is his book, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy, therapy book for Christians. I have no doubt you can find it at one of the best Christian source or Catholic sources for books, or Christian and Catholic, and that is um, EWTN's Religious Catalog. Something really cool happens when you buy books from EWTN Religious Catalog. One, uh, they'll send you the book when you pay them, which is great. And two, you're actually helping a, an incredible worldwide ministry of uh, rede Christ redeeming love. And so please support EWTN in every way that you can. We're grateful to, to, be, to, 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 uh, to have this show and to, to uh, all the great work that they do. But go ahead, Steph. you got a, uh, another question for, for Dr. Murphy. Yeah, and and... So tell us about, you know, you use the word um, a therapy book for Christians. Well, everybody's into therapy. They're all, you know, everybody's navel gazing, trying to figure out who they are and why they do what they do so that there's someone to blame or something. Right. And so it, it's I think it's well-meaning, but it can often be misguided and promoting approaches to personal healing that are keeping people really sick. So what would you say is missing from today's self-help industry? What's different about what you do and what's harmful in the world out there that's keeping people locked in their brokenness? Yeah, thank you for that question. You said it, the, the therapeutic world today is well-meaning, but dangerously misguided. It's as though they're, they're seeking to heal the human person, but they don't even know what the human person is. They don't even have an accurate anthropology. They don't know that fundamentally we are reflections of the creator. We were created in the image and likeness 
of the triune God who is himself love as a community of being. And if you don't start there, your approaches are going to be grossly incomplete at best and dangerous at worst. And, and this is what's happening uh, as an example a tragic example of misguided therapy today is the a popular treatment of, of struggling married couples going to counselors and being advised to watch pornographic movies together. Oh, I mean, and, and the insanity of this can be shown just through clinical studies alone. I mean, even somebody who rejects the Christian revelation can still see clear evidence of its truth, its objective truth in clinical studies that prove that pornography has an effect on the human brain, the same as an addictive opioid. Yeah. You know, they have literally attempted to heal a broken marriage by prescribing adultery and narcotics Right. I, I mean, it, it's it's patently absurd. And in spite of clinical studies, it's still being advised as a popular treatment. And the examples go on and on. University Counseling Center handing out free contraceptives, you know, to try to counsel young adults at some of the most vulnerable moments in their lives. This university uh that did this, of course, ignored the biological effects of the bonding hormones that are released during intercourse and the suicidal inclinations and depression that can result when those bonding hormones are released and then the relationship breaks up. Mm. And so what was their answer to the new problem? They handed out antidepressants. That's crazy. They threw threw a pill at the situation, which might treat a symptom, but it's not going to heal the broken person. Dr. Murphy, so we, sure, we have sure. not scratched the surface and we're coming to the end of the show. Would you be willing to do another show with us? I would be honored. It would. I'd be delighted to. Thank you for the Great. invite. So folks, if you want to watch the new show live stream, hop out to spiritualdirection.com. But in the meantime, you can find more of Dr. Murphy's work, more about him at Dr. D-R-I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y dot com. That's D-R-I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y dot com. And the book, uh, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians, published by Sophia Institute Press. You can find it at EWTN's Religious Catalog. Okay. And with that, we'll be right back. Um, no, with that, <laughs> until next time, may the God of peace make you perfect in holiness. May he preserve you whole and entire spirit, soul, and body irreproachable at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Learn more about the interior life. Visit spiritualdirection.com. Divine Intimacy Radio is a co-production of EWTN Radio and spiritualdirection.com and heard worldwide on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network.